Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Y'all, this is Reality Edge. This is Maddie, and I'm here with three people that I have to yell, save it to, because everybody's talking <laughs> before we press record and just blowing their load, because we've got a lot to say, because this is our collab. It's me and Poodle with Jack and Meredith from Constant Reality Check, bitches. Yay, it's- welcome, welcome. Hello, hello, welcome, hello. Welcome, siblings. Hey, hey. Hello. That's Meredith. It's constant reality check, not constant reality check, bitches. Sorry. But I, like that you say it. Name. I like it when you said that it was just Meredith constant reality check. That really like fed my ego. Oh, <laughs> it was oh. nice. Oh, God. I, we got two poodles I, on this show. I want to say, I also want to say that I guess probably people think that you're married. Yeah, uh, actually, that happened on the plane with us. The lady next oh, to us yeah. was like, are you guys on your honeymoon? And I was like, Ew. Oh! <laughs> yeah, we can't wait to make whoopee when we land. <laughs> Y'all, they're they're brother and sister. It's not flowers yeah. in the attic, though. No, it's no. not. It was so you don't look, weird you don't, when you said that. Oh you don't look God. enough alike. No. <laughs> I, now, Meredith, you, are you the more mature sibling? Um, in terms you can of say age, older. in terms of age, and yeah, like you know, emotionally, yes, I am. I am. <laughs> Emotionally, wow. is that so? Emotional, okay. just right. So yeah, I'm almost five and a half. I'm five years older. Jack says four and a half, but it's actually four and three fourths. So four and a quarter. Four and a quarter. So four and a quarter stars. Jack, don't talk with an accent. You're already straight, and you're already handsome. And Poodle's gonna just start. It's already too much. He's already got chest hair showing. I'm. It's a good thing you can't see my lap. Let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Yes, this is what I've wanted. Just we for Jack to be just objectified. Hey, man, well, I'll take flattery wherever it's it comes from. It's your turn. It's your turn, Straighty. <laughs> yeah, welcome. <laughs> All right, everybody. We're doing, this is a collab, and you know how that works. We're going to do part one on our feed, on our free feed. And then part two is going to be on Constant Reality Checks feed. So be sure to follow them in the show notes and go listen to part two of the episode. And we are talking about the before, new show. I was say, before we start, can we talk about what they do? So just so we don't yeah, just I'm raw just doing dog? Intro. Well, I'm not yeah, saying man. we're going to be talking about Bravo's Love Without Borders. That's all. Okay. I'm not going to talk about the show. I just saying, I keep saying love, love Beyond Borders, but it is Love Without love Borders. Without, 
borders. It sounds like a terrible charity. And then oh my I was, god, like toothless, not homeless. On- <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be their spinoff. Oh my I god, like it's like love without. It's like love during lockup, life during lockup, love after lockup. It's gonna be the same love, thing. They're gonna make love a without love without people. Raging. <laughs> I can see raging on future seasons. That's yeah. Meredith's love without people. That's Meredith's. Oh my love god, without hoarders. People. I hate love people. without hoarders. Someone who leaves a hoarder. Okay, nice. I like that so. I uh, the 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 problem with the name is the least of their problems with this show. <laughs> Um, that's. I just want to say that right away. <laughs> oh no! Are we going to disagree on this podcast? Oh, you're going to love it. Oh, oh, love oh you love no. you love everything. I hate. But before we get to that, y'all, let's talk. Let's do talk a little bit about constant. Okay, constant reality. Y'all have been podcasting for a hot minute now, right? Like, yes. A year. Um, no. it's been about three months. Oh wow! No, no that, like, that no. No, it's maybe four or five. Literally in July. There you go. That's better. I made five, a viral TikTok of. Jack surprising my grandparents, which was adorable, mostly because of my grandparents. But Jack thought it was because of him. And he's like, we should probably start a podcast. And I was like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> That's cute. And then, and then like a week later, I was like, OK, so I have graphics. I have the domain name. <laughs> I have the concept. And then I realized this was a great opportunity to force someone in my life to watch reality TV and Ooh. talk about it with me. Oh. And I realized this was a great long con. Yeah. <laughs> Jack, could you watch reality TV before this? Any experience no, with it? I have never watched it before this podcast. What, what do you watch? Do you watch like the Denver Bulls and the <laughs> Broncos? The, the the trumpets? Yeah, I, whatever trumpets? they do. I do what? watch sports ball. I watch sports ball a lot. Yeah, yep. sports ball. Um, yeah. I watch the Denver the Denver the trumpets. Goal. They play baseball. I don't know uh, the cornet. I don't know their names. The Nuggets. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I watch like Rick and Morty, and you know. House of Dragons, stuff. Like you know? House of Dragons, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff with boobs and balls. That's yeah, what you're that's watching. What I like. I love that. Just stuff. die hard every night. <laughs> so what? What die hard every night? What the I, fuck? Inventions. I used to work by that building that it was filmed at. And anyway, what? <laughs> that is such a gay thing to say. <laughs> what? Well, I used to work by that building. My building. So what, what? What was the show that y'all first kind of start that you started to talk about first? So originally we were going to do like classic episodes. It was going to be kind of an education thing. And we started with the dinner party from hell, which is real housewives of Beverly Hills. It's when Camille grammar is there and she's like the morally corruptible Faye Resnick. Like she's all like hoity. It's so It's a very famous episode. Yes. And then we watched like the the table flipping because we're from New Jersey. So it was, you know, it was like home. Prostitution Um, whore. Yeah. Prostitution whore. Married 19 times. Um, So we watched that and then we were doing that for a while and it was great for like the 15 people that downloaded it. Yeah. Then the new season of Life After Lockup came out and that was that was like the season after uh, Kevin punched Curtis over a waffle. Yes. And I I was like, Jack, do you just want to like check this out? Because it's actively crazy. What if we just tried to do a show airing now? Yeah. And Jack loves it. And yeah. now, and now you don't know your life was just gray without it before. <laughs> yeah. No, we literally were just in Italy and we went to the yeah. Villa Borges and we just started walking around looking at paintings and being like, that kind of looks like Lindsay when she's pissed off at Deontay. Take yeah. a picture. Like yeah. we've totally, we have no culture anymore. We're lost. We're broken. There's people next to us like, oh, look at this architecture. Mm, look at the shape that they've made it. And we're just talking about dicks and stuff like that. So yeah. Sounds Dicks-tables. about right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 Now y'all do other stuff. We're going to actually talk. I want to hear your thoughts on uh, life during lockup right now, but you actually do other shows too, right? 
Yes. Right now we're doing obviously Love Without Borders. We're also doing the current season of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yeah. And then on our Patreon, we actually, I haven't watched all the seasons of Lalu and all the iterations. Yep. So we're starting from the beginning Ooh. and oh. we're, we're watching all of it. So we're on the season with like Jonna and Garrett, Garrett. and Tony and Jonathan. Tony Jonathan, the, the father who's very mad. Um, very yeah, so I don't know why we call yeah, him we that. Have a, like Bernie Sanders. We're going to try to go oh, back wow. and do those too because we only started around season three. Oh, they're so um, good. Oh, it's already so, so messed good. up. There's oh this Mormon God. woman with this guy. It's so good. It's so oh, good. Oh, and they get like hot and heavy, like necking in the car wash, but he's just like kind of like licking the side of her neck and it's <gasps> weird. Like, she's like, she's like, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Oh, oh my, my. God. The, oh. The orgasm. She sounds like, remember the the commercials, the herbal essence in the shower? Yes. That's yes. what she sounds like. Oh. Wow. Jack, stop I, it. You're going to turn Poodle on. Oh, it's too late. Too late. Um, I, It's a good thing I had sex last night, last night Jack, because it'd be it's even true. worse. He's calmer <laughs> right now. It, he had sex all last right. night, and then tonight he had pizza, so you've got calm This poodle. is the best of all possible worlds. <laughs> oh, my really. God. You're just, like, living your best life. Glad to be here. I'm 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 the most docile now. You could you, you could basically really, rub like my belly. Yeah, you're yeah, like a little you kitten. Could, yeah, yeah. Normally, if you tried to rub my belly, I would snap at you and bite your hand. Like a cat. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. good to know. <laughs> we ever meet? Sure, yeah, yeah. We did well, meet, you did actually. meet. We did meet. Sorry, we yeah, did meet. Y'all yes, at our Denver meet. live show? Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. yes. Um, uh, yeah, we met you guys. You were at our at our live show. That was that was the show that I think I was. That was the I was the the call girl, baby doe. <laughs> yeah, you were like a like some sort of miners, and you had a lot of like yes. a lo- like rock jokes, and yes. it was very good. That was the one where Meredith walked through and just screamed when she saw you. It was a little well, scary. I, I wasn't expecting to see you, so my first reaction is to squeal. Yeah. You're like, oh, that's my brother. That's the there you go. Here's my brother. Here's eye candy. He's your your poodle. I still have the shirt. I should have worn was the helpful. shirt. Oh, you oh it's fine. Yeah, but you have the button up. You can show the chest hair. It's, it's better. better that it's better way. This way. It's better Jack, that we way. all know you're a dick pig. If Jack was gay, he would be the biggest dick pig. <laughs> well, he would be snack. slinging dick. Love- hey, a di- we've said a dick pig is a state of mind. It uh, is. Jack, Jack has it, and, and then some. I think yeah. it's a state sometimes, of mind. Sometimes you can just feel, your, feel yourself. You're a dick pig. You're a dick pig from birth. Uh, (laughs) So with love during real quickly, let's talk a little bit about love during lockup. Um, Who, who is the couple that when they come on the screen, you um, I'm going to ask you, we'll ask you different, but that that you're a little scared of what you're going to see. Ty and Adi. Ty is terrifying. Oh, oh, we're she's my favorite person in the world. <laughs> she's, she's the one that I've. This is interesting here. This straight male because you think you could date a woman like that. Where Poodle and I—that's the goal we want to be. No, it's the ultimate repudiation of heterosexuality. <laughs> Watching Todd. It's scary. It's scary. That's kind of girl. Her own old. damn house. Yeah, dude. She she'll cut your head off, house. but she'll give you some great sex. Yeah, she's she nuts. will. Yeah, she's absolutely nuts. Um, Freaky deaky in the when bed. whenever. Mark, or as I call him, Mark from from uh, Severance is on the screen. I can't even. I I just my mouth goes like this just drops. He's so wild. It's weird that the the person named Cinceray in that relationship is the normal one. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> that Seriously. is so accurate. That's so I accurate. thought Cinceray when I first saw their pictures, Mark Cinceray. I'm like, well, Cinceray is obviously going to try to con him. 
I didn't know he would try to, he would turn out to be someone who wanted to impregnate her and lots of other uh, female incarcerated people. Yeah, Very he's scary. like he's like Nick Cannon, or <laughs> or like like Love Without Borders, like Phil's father, like Phil. the guy from Miami Vice. Damn, fifteen kids, or every gynecologist. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that that's an opinion. Jack. That's an opinion. Now, Meredith, I've known what, gay guy knows. Uh, oh, before. Wow. yeah, Meredith. What about you? Who do you see that you're like? Your heart stops a little bit. Oh my gosh. Um, let me go through the characters in my head for a second. I mean, definitely. God, Chelsea, Ty. Chelsea. Ty and Chelsea. <laughs> Chelsea. No, what I love about the Chelsea, Chelsea. scenes well, is every, she's deaf. Every, we always every, know. every episode, they're like, do you remember she's deaf? Let me cut out the <laughs> they sound. They do. And let's it's garbled. Do like, let's do that what? thing that, let's do that thing where we tell the audience how it's like to be deaf so they all could experience it. It was annoying after the first time they did it for me. No, I didn't it's mind it like after the third time. And the, yeah. the t- they did it sometimes like when they did it in the lawyer's office, that actually was a good reminder. It reminded me that she has no idea what they're fucking saying. So I, when they do it like, like that, they're but talking like down to their sw- audience. That's what it feels well, like. I feel me. like that's a good, a good use of it. But then when they're like swimming in the pool and they do it, I'm like, no one can hear in the pool. Yeah, like <laughs> everyone. You're like, oh, no, YMCA they, by the, by yourself. Like, come on. Are they yeah. talking down to their audience though? Like, you know, who's you're the fa- audience? it's fair. It's fair. You know what I mean? It's I don't true. Know what because, the audience is for? Oh, no, I do. The woman that worked at Dodson's Florals. We talked about it every time <laughs> we went in to talk to my dad about it. Honestly, Art. I think Emily scares me the most, I, and she's the one oh, I don't like the most. Same. I really, really don't like her. She's. You're con- first of all, she sounds like she has such disdain for criminals. Yes. And she does. She hates criminals. Criminal. What are you doing, ma'am? She's like, I can't be can't be associated with smoke if they do a Google search. I'm like, she- you're on fucking TV. And you're and wanting to be a lawyer. Right. Well, the yeah. thing is, that whole thing is she's her whole her whole job in life is to her whole purpose in life is to kind of sort through the people who are undesirables. And and just and then say you're not worth my time, and then to punish the people who are in prison. It's really gross. It's gross. The stealing of the stimulus check was honestly one of the most <laughs> grotesque things. Like I don't really know bad. anything really about Dari, but I'm like that's messed up. Oh wait, Jessica with her stomach tattoo. I keep forgetting. Like the oh, crazy Jessica. keeps coming into my but head. The, going going back to Emily, like you you look at her job situation later on in life, and it's like this is all documented. They can look back on this and be like, why do we want you to represent? Our yeah. firm or oh, anything like true. that. Like you're making a really bad representation of yourself. No, she's yeah, she's I don't think she's really about future. She's really awful. Um but you're talking about Jessica. That I think this season this season's darker than the first season. Oh, it's pretty fucking dark. We have uh we there were there were some funny ones a little bit on the first season. This is just people making the worst choices ever. Um, Although Jessica's friend, the drunk friend, Shonda, oh, yes. oh that's God. like this is like Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> it's Whitney Rose's drunk uh, alias. It's, it's her alter oh, ego. It is Whitney. Yeah. You know, I don't watch any Housewives, but I'm very excited that tonight, when we get done with this podcast, I get to watch Salt Lake City. I watched it, and a, a character comes to play, and I am here for it. Uh, Heather Heather Gay is having her villain season. Oh, which yep, I would have never it. seen it. Yeah, she I really never is. thought it. Well, she's yeah. reading a lot of situations wrong too. Like, she, yeah, she'll have this, with Angie H was a bad choice. 
I just there's too many Angie's yeah. though. We Thank need to we need to God. Thank Thank God, Angie, Angie Harrington is the agent of chaos we all deserved. And I kind of like it because she kind of talks like this. She does. She's oh, kinda she like, does. She's kind of like her, just and her Sarah yeah. Paulson vibe. It's just all she over does. the place. Oh my God, that's <laughs> she is who Sarah she... Paulson. Yeah, it yeah. is Sarah Paulson. It's her oh, Sarah Paulson vibe. Yeah, she's 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 like a less lesbian Sarah Paulson. I do miss Meredith's breastplate from her in the moment. <laughs> oh my last God, year. me too. I, I was. <laughs> I had no idea what was happening. Meredith, I, we were sitting next to each other. I'm like, what the hell is that? What's wrong with her skin? That is like never seen that before. reserved for drag queens. Yeah. yeah I had like never Meredith, seen the salt wife, not Meredith, the podcast. Now yeah. we're talking yeah, about Meredith Monks. Meredith Monks. Seth. Did y'all just see that uh, uh, fellow podcaster Kate Casey on her Facebook group posted that um, Jen Shaw just signed with CMEG Talent? Of course she did. It's, she hasn't it's even been perfect. sentenced yet, and it's they perfect. already signed her. Brilliant. Brilliant. She should no be nuts. on Love During Lockup. <gasps> Shut Coach up. Shaw, Coach Shaw will, will, will. Well, uh, let's say Love During, yeah. I mean, no, I guess, yeah, they already got to be married. Um, I We do have a new season of Love After Lockup is coming up in like. December 16th. December yeah. 16th. So I am so excited. Do you think they're going to end? I mean, what? We just did episode eight of Love During Lockup. So what do you think? Two more episodes and no, then. Next week is the finale. Next oh, week okay, is the finale. It, it felt like they were wrapping up some storylines this past week. We think Emily is wrapped up. Thank um, God. Yeah. Uh, Emily is wrapped up. And surprisingly, no. We, we, we've, we've already watched this episode. Uh, I, we need that hookup, uh, Jack. We do not uh, have the right hookups. No, we don't. Are, are we allowed to say that? I don't know. Well, yeah, we can. We can. We have. Yeah, a, yeah we finally. Don't worry. It'll get there. But yeah, we saw this. You'll episode, get there. We so. have to, you have to, you have to plug it, plug, plug for a while. And then they can't then say they'll hear about, about you. Just can't tell anybody. Yeah. Can't I, I can grow myself. Okay. If you want, oh yeah, Mary. Jack. We we can. Jack will listen. He'll he'll suck a dick. He'll do anything. He'll, he'll take a I'm not he'll Lisa take Barlow. A I'm not Lisa Barlow. I will not do that for for jazz tickets. She okay? sucks dicks for Utah jazz tickets. <laughs> jazz tickets. Um, I I will say there has not been, and so far, I don't know how the finale is going to be. For, but from what we saw, I think it's going to deliver. But this episode this week delivers as well there has not been i poodle when is the last time we have watched a show where the entire see i know this was a short season but there's not a dud in the entire season it's all. rare there's, not, there's it's usually rare. one or two duds lalu wise not it's, this it's, season it's like the opposite of happily ever after the negative image where it's almost all duds except for one or two shining episodes <laughs> i was just about to say that seriously it's yeah. gone from like you guys were excited in the beginning you're like actually this isn't bad this is we thought it was gonna lines. be better we did and, yeah. and then we got past you know like the, the karma sutra class and and now you just sound like hostage victims no in each Matt, episode. maddie had stock maddie had <laughs> stockholm syndrome for like uh for like the first six episodes I did. <laughs> and then he started hating it i was i actually had hope for like three and then they then they threw away all the fun story angles they were doing like libby singing and <sighs> uh they and all the fun things and we're we're now back to the same old shit oh my god i miss the libby singing it's like the, I know. Blah, blah, black sheep. Uh, and that yeah, oh that that oh, i'm still mad about that vocal coach though <laughs> Crapping on her dreams. Oh, I'm like, this is the most wow. realistic dream I've heard you know, from one of these people. I'm you were the musical industry. theater nerds, so you know what that's. Yeah. You were like us. You know. 
Oh, yeah. No, I was watching that. I'm like, why is she sitting down slouching while singing, too? This is stupid. Wait, Jack, were you a musical theater nerd at all? No, I played soccer. <laughs> oh, soccer Ew. players have the best calves and great asses. I, you know what? I played juicy ass. I have a juicy Ooh. ass. He does. Oh, I remember God. it. Oh, no. You do? Taking a mental picture. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, stop. <laughs> I forgot you had a soundboard. It's soundboards. That's so cool. I want to do like a poop one if we we'll, ever have We'll one. put that on our list. Yeah, let's with do that. that. Zencaster, you can you can put your little things in soundboard. Unfortunately, your... this one sucks and it won't stop. The, the, the electronic button. I appreciate is it. Stuck. Um, but you know that was a good segue because we should start to talk about Bravo's Love Without Borders. Um, okay, um, Jack and <laughs> Meredith, who wants to take this? Who wants to in thirty seconds describe what this show is? Would you I'm like gonna to give it. Or? I'm gonna give it to Meredith. Okay, Meredith. Meredith. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Hey, okay, this is um, sort of like the pacing of 90 Day UK with yeah. 90 Day Fiance the other way and Matchmaker and maybe a little bit of Love Is Blind combined into one show with a host that we're never introduced to till Thank halfway you. through the Thank fucking you. show. <laughs> Thank you. I just wrote. I just wrote. Um, what's the woman from Top Chef? Padma. I just, I, I just thought it was, I thought it was Padma Lakshmi, whatever it, her name she is. She kind of talks like her and yeah. she has a similar build. I was like, oh, Padma is just, is a matchmaker now. Thank we don't you. know her qualifications. We don't, we don't know, know anything. anything. It's all made up. I wanted to Google, I wanted to Google her before, but I, I'll, I'll do it later. Um, I Erica think, with an A, that's her I name. Don't trust Erica her. I would, I would also, I would also add married at first sight with that. Oh, Because yes. they're actually having to live together. Yeah. Um, which is like Married at First Sight. It's basically um, like a Frankenstein of all the shows. And Bravo <laughs> was like, we really need to cash in on this because this is really popular. We should do our version of a show. And we got to get it out really fast, though. You know, so let's just it, we'll cut corners. It is quite slipshod uh, put together. I'm uh, I, I and I think it's the fact everything is very, very Bravo where we where a TLC lens will linger in a documentary yes. style. This is uh, Night Day Fiance for the ADD market. Um, it, it, it is extremely it is fast. It is edited a lot like Love is Blind. Yeah. Yes. Like yeah. quick, quick, quick. But kind of like some see- selling sunset like shots, like yes. some of those kind of glamour it, shots and the drone very beautifully pops. shot. It's, I need um, to see who produces this. Um, oh. I need to, because I, I want to see what else they did because it this is, it's kind of an anomaly in the reality show world because- I know to go to these locations could not have been cheap. Um, no, and it's no. 12 weeks. It's no, yeah, exactly. The show has a lot of fucking money behind it. And I bet it because they, they thought we need a, we need a 90 day fiance. I mean, yeah. it's it. We tell people all the time and they don't believe it that, but they forget that 90 day fiance is the most watched show by women in cable period. Bravo yep. housewives have never been below deck. None of those shows are watched more in ratings. So Bravo's trying to catch I, in on that. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe Sunrise Surprise. Oh, that one's pretty. 
No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals. You know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not enough purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes, our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a -a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our Songfinch song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Songfinch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. I, I just have one, one thought to start off, and I want to just ask you guys. How do you find contestants for this show? Because 
you have to be able to do a couple of things. <laughs> Pick up your life completely. So your job has to be a non-issue. Well, but, um, but before you jump in, I just want to tell yeah. people that are listening that didn't watch the show. The premise of the show just is please. they're working with Erica that we don't know. Erica. Matchmaker. Erica. They, she goes like she goes through all these questions and interviewing that we don't see any of and know we never see about. It. Which is a major fight again, like Meredith said, halfway through the show. Um, but she basically has set these single people up in the U.S. with someone. And then Erica shows up at their house and says, guess what? I found someone for you. You have to leave in an hour. You have so to go today gotta, because there's an abusive partner coming to find you. <laughs> yeah, you've got to board your dogs. you got to quit your job. You have to leave now and go to the airport and fly to a country that you have no idea where you're going to go. That is, a, and then they send them over there. That's the premise. Sorry, Jack. And then also, what I was thinking was, how hard was it to get the visas? Like that must have been a process. Yeah, right? like well, that costs money. It costs time. Like that, that must be hard. Yeah, we these the four of us queens have watched Ninety Day Fiance. We know this shit is way way harder than they're making it. They're My they're queen? acting like oh, you're, you're, you're a queen. You're a queen. You're, you're, you're a queen. here. You're here. Yes. But we're we're acting like none of this was planned. Also, they all have. They all have they don't know where they're going. They don't even know what to pack. So <laughs> there must be someone She's, must tell them to pack. Is there a summer suitcase? Well no, Erica's a- saying pack a jacket, pack okay, a t shirt. Okay. She says that. Phil. She says that, but Philip hears um I'm calling him Philip. Um I've just made him a little more formal, but Phil is like, Well, I need pine salt, obviously. <laughs> And I was like, are we going to dig into that a little OCD. bit more? He's OCD. He's OCD. Can we, yeah, can we look into these quirk. broken, damaged people? Okay. Or for him, I don't know, whatever else. Yeah. That, that's the other thing. The three people we have on this episode are basically, as we say on my show, are, on my show, on our on our show. Our show. Ooh, our Meredith show. Does that oh Meredith does that too a lot. That was, <laughs> she does. That, that was just like the beginning of our bi-curious. When you say when my go, this show. This is my show. And you go, go our, our show. show. I'm like, our show. And... <laughs> This, as we say on our show, sorry, this is show me your trauma right yes. from the beginning. And the problem is all three of these lonely hearts seem to be okay with bringing their trauma into the relationship that they may potentially being in. I always call these kind of, sorry. No, I was just saying, they're no, pushing it hard. <laughs> I always call these shows people that need therapy, not relationships. Yep. Amen. Yeah, yep. that's true. That's true. I've related Holy a lot moly. to a lot of these people. Yeah, but, I was about to say, Jack definitely with his two and a half week marriage definitely felt some of this. Oh, wow. Two and a half oh, weeks. Didn't know that? Oh, you didn't no. know that? Oh, that's oh, my favorite man. thing. It's his fake wedding. Yeah. He was married for less time than Chris, uh, Kim Kardashian Humphreys. and Chris Humphreys. This year. This year. It was Ooh. his fake wedding. I would Sugar, have. I would, I'm sorry, but I'm glad it was quick. I would have a two and a half week marriage but someone would die at the end oh um, no there was no money and he never got the health insurance they got married early for the health insurance yeah. they were gonna get have a bigger wedding in the spring and he never even got the health insurance and really the worst part was since they hadn't lived in the state long enough they had to wait 90 days to like divorce they couldn't just <laughs> you know and so he ends up getting 90 day divorce 90 day divorce vote <laughs> wow Bravo. so he ends up getting the divorce papers on his original wedding date but I did get a divorce cruise out of it, which was a lot of fun. That was cool. Oh. That's good times. I, and we did I go just, to Italy. We milked your trauma for a lot of things, and it was great. Jack, I'm proud for you. I know. Yeah. You bounced back. You got I out did. quick. 
He's having his I, hot girl summer. Yes. Um, I just want to say one more thing about, I feel like everyone on this show, the three people we saw, you have to be where you have nothing left to lose. That they're, 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 but, um, uh, the stakes well, are that high. <laughs> well, it was just like just what we watched the episode of Below Deck where Camille said, I think we're all just lost souls or lost, lost people, boys. Lost boys. That kind of is everyone on this show is someone that is just they they don't have roots. I mean, one woman You're drifting. She lives in a van. <laughs> oh my she, god. First thing I thought sorry, Mary. Diana, sorry. No, you uh, can the go. First thing I thought was Chris Farley. In Saturday Night Live, yes, you live in the van and down by the river. She literally did, and she, she built yeah. her van. Uh, she did. She needs sunscreen. Dana from Montana. She needs to throw out the yellow eyeshadow palette. We yeah. are going to talk about that. In actually. fact, we okay, should good. probably we should probably. Uh, what a great segue! A great segue. Oh, wait, we're going to talk about Dana here still. Oh it's yeah, it's going to yeah, be yeah. a long show, poodle. Oh, never mind. Sorry. Yeah, I forgot. We're going to talk about Dana now, and then we're going to talk about. I was trying to segue. We're going to talk about uh, oh, Phil boy. and then Gurleen on... Uh, I think Gurleen was a made-up name that we came up with for one of our characters <laughs> that rhymed with Lurleen. Gurleen, Gurleen, Gurleen. we called a character Gurleen. Yeah, we, I think we did. <laughs> um, but uh, so we're going we're gonna to talk about Dana. Um, I will say, Poodle, I don't know if you... Meredith and I were talking before you came on. We did watch some of the other episode. Did y'all get far enough? Did you see the gay guy? Who's there's the a gay guy? Yeah, I, no, I've seen the in the in the trailer. I saw a gay guy. Oh. I saw a little bit of him. I spotted him. <laughs> I want to date a gay doctor. He's um, not a doctor. Oh. He's an optometrist. Was that oh, the guy shame. with silver hair and silver beard no. and everything? No, no, no that's no, no, the no, curly no, no, hair no. guy. No, well, I'm oh, not coming that. for optometrists. That is that is a thing. Uh, you do have to do. You have you to know, go to school. You would be our but, optometrist is really hot. You would bone him. And actually, actually, he's not an optometrist. He is. I think he's an um, ophthalmologist. Opt- yeah, I think he's an optician. Oh, um, he's hot. Or that's like all that. he is. Yeah, anyway, he's an option. So, he's eye candy. <laughs> Let's I, talk about I Dana. I think he's okay. He's, I, I did see one scene where he's got magnum condoms, and I perked up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Dana from Montana, shall Dana we? Dana from Montana. She's Dana a singer-songwriter. Oh, oh, she sure is. Actually, I was thinking how jealous Jabri would have been of that backdrop for that oh, yeah. video. <laughs> that was like, I kiss the worry off your lips. I'll leave and leave the light you know, on. Fun fact. I had oh. considered at one point I could have been a porn star. I thought about it. And I was like, what would my stage name be? And I thought it would be Jack Montana. Like, can you imagine, like, coming out and oh. be like, Jack Montana? Sorry. How's it going? You said porn star uh, and that you thought about it. And Jake's eyes just glazed over. <laughs> no, I, no my, my thought was, no, Jack Constant is already a really good porn name. Yeah, Especially, like, Constant Hard On. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, You're constantly there fucking. Is, the, I, I would off. be shocked that there yeah. wasn't a Jack Constant in gay porn already. It's a hey, very common. I don't Jack. I'm not Googling that on my computer. <laughs> he can't because he has a work computer. I want a VPN um, too. I can't do that. There, uh, there's not, there's a Jack Wrangler, but I don't think there's a Jack Constant. Jack, Ooh, there's still were, time. There's yeah. still time. I can always quit my job and be a podcaster slash porn star. Um, there you go, Jack. Live your truth. Live your truth. Does anyone think um, she's an aspiring singer-songwriter? I don't want to be ageist here. She's 38 years old. Yes. 
that is, let's say, a little advanced to not be discovered um, if she's wanting that. Um, also, her music feels really young. Like it, it feels does. like she's doing oh, like yes. old. That's a good point. It feels like she's doing old Taylor Swift, like the when you're 15. It's like that kind of music. Yeah, it doesn't feel age appropriate. It doesn't, and it doesn't really feel like that should be coming from a woman who's 38, which makes me think that in her head she's 28. Um, I'm so. pretty sure that this woman lived for a, a big time in East Nashville. Yeah. Oh. That's the vibe. The bow, the hat. I think how many different hats to oh, show fucking hats. hats. <laughs> you know what? Actually, her music, the tempo, it kind of sounds like that Mariah song from Plathville. <laughs> you know what? I forget how it goes, but you remember <laughs> with Lydia on the, or not Lydia, Olivia on the piano. Olivia playing a piano lick that never, that never was optimized. Never. Oh, that was great. Um, uh, but yeah, she's, she's just living in a van life. She built her van and she's living that van life and she goes to beautiful places and sings about them and gets, I'm sure hundreds of YouTube views. Um, she is, she is a, a Pinterest board come to life. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Dead on. Dead yeah. on. The the I I want to I want to throw this to Maddie and Meredith. Um I want to just describe the makeup situation going on if you oh. don't watch the show. Maddie, please take this. Go first. I'm I mean, gonna I have strong this. feelings, but it's okay. Yeah. yeah. No, you know what? Oh, Jack, I'm, I'm wanna, kidding. I'm joking. The, oh, you don't. Have strong oh. feelings too oh, I mean, because uh, I, I, I want to hear. Let's hear a straight okay. man perspective. Someone who, uh, the one Good person idea. on this podcast who likes to lick a cooter, you tell us what you think <laughs> about her makeup. I do. I, I mean, I do. As long as the as long as the landing strip is right, you know what I'm saying, Mary? I do. Uh, I do no, enjoy cooter saying. licking. Don't say that. That sounds weird. <laughs> yeah. Out of context. No, oh, not like that. Whatever. Heck, you gonna lick my coochie? <laughs> you sound like Angela. Yeah, that's, that, that was that was the, that. Go was ahead, the o. Jack. What did you um, think about her makeup? I think she looks too Valley Girl, in my opinion. Okay. Um, Fair. Like, she's maybe trying to be someone that she's not. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think she's I think she's beautiful, but I think that, um, I, I this is my own opinion, I think women in society wear too much makeup to cover up their really true inner, their, their outer beauty that they have because, you know, our society kind of pushes that on them. So I feel like maybe she lost a little bit of that. She'd really see maybe she's... Doesn't need to have that, so I don't. I think she wears too much makeup, personally. Jack, are you, trying to get, are you trying to get laid? Like, no, are you using? Do are you using that. reality? Honey, you don't have to work hard. Or? I'll, be, I'll, I'll Jack, be there uh, soon. Is this music? Jack, I just want to let you know that uh, anytime you want to come to Los Angeles, and uh, if you need a place to stay, um, <laughs> um, I'll wax my back and I'll be here for you. Never been LA, it, it's smooth just like a lady's when he it waxes is. the back every woman heard you say that and just went goosh yeah you everyone just, just went to change their underpants you're everyone right though was. and i think what you mean by valley girl is valley girl usually is someone who is doing her makeup is younger than she looks it's trying yeah. to be her eyeliner's too much also i'm going to say this right now and I need everyone to hear it. That is a white <laughs> woman with blue, two hazel light eyes. Not you, man. Brown, maybe <sighs> you can do it. But for the rest of but blonde hair as well. Never put yellow on your eyes. <laughs> ne- not gold is okay. A gold, pinky gold. An apricot this is not, bronze. A this rose is gold. yellowish gold. But this is yellow. 
She ran ban- a highlighter over her damn eyelid. She did. Banana yellow should never go <laughs> on your eyelid. That's there's, all I want to say. There's also a the, the makeup gets cakey too, and yep. the eye makeup gets cakey too. So it looks like she's constantly melting. Yes, uh, I, I agree with Jack. She's a beautiful woman. Yeah, because yeah. she she's covering up. She thinks number one, she's 38. She is well aware of it. And mm. she is trying to age herself way down. For she it. also but went through a bad breakup, she yeah. said. <laughs> and that's when she bought the band and everything no in shit. seven days. So she knows she feels she's probably feeling bad about herself. I um, guarantee you there's not been one bad breakup. There's been quite a few. Oh, yeah. Well, I will just say with her makeup, and this is, ladies, once you hit 30, you need to start preventative moisturizing and wearing sunscreen every single day. And when you start getting yeah. lines... You have to go lighter with the foundation or just do like a tinted serum or something. You got to go lighter. Because it just or Botox. Botox. Long. Yeah, or or Botox. Botox. Yeah. I'm saying if you can't afford Botox. I can't no, afford yeah. Botox anymore and I'm almost 35. So I'm just trying to come up with other I solutions. I get it. It's Jackie Johnson from uh, uh, Snatch. What's her podcast name? I'm blanking. Uh, 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 Haley, put me on the spot. <laughs> um, uh, 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 but- Natch Butte. Natch Butte. Yeah. As she says, if you're not wearing sunblock, then what's the point of anything else? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very true. That's um, that's that's the melting look, too. It's it that is the melting look. Yeah. yeah. Ever since Twilight came out, I was like, I'm going to make vampire like chic a look. Yes. And I'm just going to glitter and I'm just going to avoid Sparkle the sun. Sparkle like diamonds. Ugh, and that's Christmas what I did. Stuart. Ugh. Sparkle like um, diamonds. I have everybody. a question for y'all. Does her dad hate her? Yes. <laughs> okay. I, I, I found this horrifying. This was and, weird. And especially when he says, well, uh, I, 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 wish, I wish you luck, but I really hope it doesn't. And here's the thing. I'm not going to let you go. And that's when I went. If the different music was played now, this would be different. Like he would be lock her up in some kind of cage and marry her in some type of weird Mormon ceremony. Oh like, yeah, there was would, definitely like poison in that tea or something to yeah, knock her out. It was strange. Um, she's definitely had issues with family. She even said, y'all, the show is broadcasting that every single one of these people had fucked up childhoods. Yes. <laughs> and it's bad because they're they're equating that with their inability to find love. And they're basically saying this equals this. So you can't really fix yourself. So if you need to do anything, you need to go overseas to find it. And Erica's going to help you. <laughs> yeah. And it's also, it's also like, again, it's like people that have not worked through their trauma. Yep. I didn't have a good childhood and I, but I can create what I didn't have without S- thinking. Say that might, again. Say that again for everybody out to, there. You're trying. Oh my God. Now I've, I'm like stressed out. You do this to Maddie too. <laughs> um, this is like your Paul Hollywood, like signature thing. Um, <laughs> it really is. Bottom. Here's a handshake. Oh, you're, trying to, you're trying to create what you didn't have growing yep. up. Um, but yeah, Which I, is something that I just want to mention about y'all's show about being brother and sister. It is funny listening to y'all and that it reminds me somewhat of like Jake and I, and that Jake and I have been friends, uh, well for 20 years since I was 10 years old and he was 30, um, uh, we became <laughs> friends and, um, wait, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> meet up, meet up, befriend a 10 year old boy. <laughs> That's creepy. That would make sense. <laughs> that went, um, but we, we're 18 um, months apart. Just to clarify. (laughs) And he reminds you of it a lot. Yeah. Um, But 
it's y'all y'all have reactions to things, and then initial and immediately you either know what the sibling's going to say or you um you have that uh, you kind of have this shorthand uh but also you I know too much about Jake's life and he knows too much about mine. So, you know, where the other person come from. So like <sighs> when, so I think that like when you watch shows like this, it, it's, it's just not, it's, I say that because we have 20 years between us, but it doesn't translate. I feel like they want us to know 30 years of a person's life in five minutes of this yeah. show. And it feels like I'm be. I feel and only like the trauma. Yes, yeah. I feel like veal. I just feel like I'm in a cage being forced. Delicious. Fed. Do you feel delicious? <laughs> we had some good veal in Italy. It was really delicious. Smothered in was... tomato sauce? No, it was like a lemon sauce. Ooh, it was really yum. good. Yeah. Yummy, yummy. Do any yummy. wait, Jack, do you speak Italian? Prego. Prego. Per piacere. Oh, Are y'all both Italian, I'm assuming? We're one eighth Italian. We're actually more Ukrainian than anything else. Oh, oh I'm Jack sexy. looks more Italian. Yeah, Jack is sexy, and I'm Frumpy. a woman of a certain age. I don't know. <laughs> You're beautiful. It's the. It's either do I am I or am I was I picking grapes in a lovely Tuscan vent, vintage, or am I carrying hay bales from the, on my back? From yeah. from the from the family. But Meredith, <laughs> I know me. you're pretty because I want to do your makeup, and that's how I know if women are pretty. Oh, that, oh, I want to do their makeup. Compliment. Wow. That's all that matters. Yeah, yeah. I guess um, you can come to LA too. Oh my gosh, yeah, sure. There's no room uh, for me though. I have to get a hotel. Yeah, I understand. Jack, you're with me. One, Got it. One thing I just want to say before, because we're, we're going to finish up her soon. I wrote down what makes these people trust Erica. We never uh, see. Uh, we never see. If, if she was like well known, like a, like a well known matchmaker, I'm trying to think of something like Patty Stanger. If yes. Patty Stanger or someone who was super well known was leading this show, these people have no reason to trust this woman. Zero. They literally open this episode like you know the United Airlines, <laughs> like the pre-flight thing that they do, because she like turns her head. She's like. Welcome. I'm your host. And she doesn't say her freaking name though. And it just she looks like a realtor too in the she's white not, suit. She's not really a host either. No. I want no. to just say the about me section on her website is three sentences. <laughs> well, that says it all. Jackie, what were you gonna say? So wow, that was really loud. Um <laughs> I heard myself echo in this room. You're okay. Uh I feel like it's almost that uh that white coat syndrome. You know, like when the um what was that? The Milgram experiment where they had them shock someone, but it wasn't actually a person to see how far yeah. they would go because they trusted I'm that following person you. because it was it was a doctor. So this person is a matchmaker on a TV show, so we should believe her because that's what she does, so she must be good at it. So I should go with it. That's just my perspective on it. No, it is. It just that that is that is what's happening. It's just weird that that's the premise of the show well, and that we will believe reality, it. <laughs> it feels reality television from 2002. That's what we did that yes. in reality in 2002. And now we don't. Um, There's no foreplay. They don't even lube us up. No, you know what I, mean? no. I, I was, I was, I was cruelly penetrated um, by, by our first, by, by uh Gurleen. It was a game. Cruelly penetrated. It's never cruel for you, poodle. Now I will say, 
This is kind of talking about Jack, Jack was not ready for the phrase cruelly penetrated. He wasn't. He wasn't. He's just like he's like, wow. Um I've, he's fanning himself. Wow. Like a hysterical woman from the nineteen twenties. I left church. And I Cleo. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um this I don't this is a little bit of spoiler so for the other two people that we're gonna talk about on your feed, but the big where well, I'm not gonna say what countries they're going to, but Dana's the country yell. So then they take him to the airport and they're like, do you know where you're going? And they're like, no, I don't Again, know. this is a stupid idea for the and reveal she, at the airport. It gets, so she stupid. gives them the ticket and she finds out she's going to Ireland. Like, and I went, okay, great. You're going to Ireland. <laughs> and whereas like the other, but don't, do you think that, and maybe it's just the three we saw for, so far. I'm like, is she a matchmaker or sh- does she just send people to where their genetic heritage is from? That's a great oh, point. That's a really good point. She did that. She's doing that with, I mean, not that Phil's from where, but there's many different places in Africa where she, but uh, he, that's where his mom was. And then with, um, with uh, Gurleen. Uh, yeah, she's, yeah. They she sends her, but so, she's but she's of Indian uh, descent. However, she is going to an Indian family. Um, yes, in, and so a country and where Dana, she can speak the language, right? Yeah, and, and no, I think that's a big deal. I think I think everyone has to be able to go someplace. It's not like Night of Fiance where you don't know a word of English. Like, see, where, I would where, love where that. Ji-Hoon, where Jihoon has the little translator, yeah. and it's just yes. saying like, you know, I like to yeah. suck off whatever. Like that, you know, it's not like even that lady it. would submit. Like that, like that Jenny. one. Jenny. Yeah. I yeah, watched like that show. See, oh, I know the, things. Parents. Yeah, oh, my things. God. Mm. Can you imagine oh. Jenny? Jen, they're like, Jenny, we're sending you to India. Oh, I don't speak the language. We're just speaking We're just speaking a bit. Now, so, but, so they're sending her to Ireland. And when uh, she's on the plane to Ireland, Dana's recording herself in the bathroom, <laughs> freaking out, going, what happened? She's losing her shit. What, what happened? Who I'm stranded in Ireland. I'm like, you're in Ireland, you, bitch. You're in. <laughs> the other thing is like, take a fucking right. English speaking. Kind of, yes. How, like, how, how great was your life as it was? You were in a fucking van. <laughs> this is a step up. Also, your dad has like a six thousand square foot house in Montana. Like, yeah. she's like, I have nothing to go home to. I'm like, bitch, you pa- you packed your like van you- next to this like huge house and this beautiful piece of property. I you don't have anything. anything anyway. You have nothing to go home to. You're fine. You're I fine. Mean, she this goes is- from having to decide where to take a number two before making out to going yes. to Ireland. Yes, I'm telling you, <laughs> that's a plot point. Honey, Dana, everything is a step up from here. This is this is. This- Everything is good for you. If she if she sent you to, to Missouri with nothing but like money in your pocket, it'd be a step up. My favorite though, she's like, Oh my god, I can't wait to meet a burly man in a kilt. And I'm like, <laughs> where the fuck do you think you're going? A, a redheaded Nigel, man. Is Nigel Thorntonberry or something like that? I'm yeah. like, yeah. you're in the rock. She's like, is that Scotland? I'm like, oh, this is gonna be a problem. Yeah. No, she's she's yeah. a moron. Uh, and her makeup just... is a war crime. Her makeup <laughs> is a straight <laughs> war crime. It's a straight war crime. Damn. Throw she's, it down. Um, Sorry, she's I'm going to Ireland. She is not going to Scotland. There you go. Mac, you have a pretty good Scottish accent. Didn't you trick a bartender in Italy? I tricked a guy who slapped a person in the neck who was Scottish. And wow. I was drunk at this point. I was I was a full bottle of, of uh, Israeli wine down at this point. Um, and uh, he, this guy slaps this guy's neck. And I'm like, holy shit. And he was like, oh, I thought this was your, I was my friend. And I was like, that's my, that's my brother there. Like, what are you doing? You know, you better buy us a point. 
That's so, not bad. He's, so he's, not he goes, bad. he's like, oh, I didn't know you were brothers. I was like, yeah, fuck, we are. Go get us a point there, friend. Fuck so then he are. did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. How oh, do you no. have a Scottish accent? Toodles getting I'm, turned I'm on. Good. I'm too. very good at accents. With, with that, I need to go refresh my drink so I don't uh, hit on you more. Um, we're going to move over to y'all's feed, uh, Concert Reality Check. For the other two lonely hearts, and they only get worse from here. <laughs> this was the high point, oddly enough. Y'all, thank you for thank you for being on our show. Real quick, where can people find you? You can find us on Constant Reality Check on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. We are on Twitter at constantrc underscore pod. It's really just my burner account. You can also find me on Instagram and TikTok at Meredith Constant Snacky. I am on Instagram and TikTok, Jack Constant underscore Snapchat. Jack Constant underscore one. Fuck that person who took mine. And uh, Facebook is Jonathan Jack Constant. I was but also, aggressive. We're, on pa- we're on Patreon and Supercast as well. So if you want to check us out over there, Constant Reality Check. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but... That all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Jack and you know, wherever you subscribe to podcasts. Send your panties to Jack. Send your panties to Jack, not Meredith. I'll give you feet pics. Uh, or your toenails or or you know, whatever we, Justine and Michael were sending I, each other. I, I guarantee you, Mac uh, Jack, women have just imagined what you looked like. And have just looked you up. I I know our listeners. They have. Uh, Jack, you're in so much trouble. Because we would do the same thing. Oh, that's what I do. That's my move. I'm just yeah. a guy. That's all. Just a guy. All right, everybody. Oh, yes, you are. Okay, we're going to go on that. Meredith and Jack, thank you all so much for being just such supporters and uh, friends of our show. And this is a dream to do we'll this. We'll see you all. on your feed. See you thank on you. Thanks for life. <laughs> <laughs>